What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godi. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talking Brothers Podcast. Smash. What's up? How How's that cabin fever going for you, bro? Oh, that's all right for me. I don't mind being in my house. I, I made my house where it could, where I would be um, enjoying it if I had to be stuck in. So it's a, it's good All the me. amenities you need, you built it that way, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So I, I, that's, what, <laughs> that's what tickles me because I don't understand how people um, sit around and it's like, man, I can't stay in the house. Well, I built my house so I can stay indoors, you know, so I have everything I need. You know, what it really is, they 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 don't tell the truth. They really don't like their family. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw. The, <laughs> while you talking, I saw a little clip, and the guy says, "During the quarantine, you can either a stay with your wife and family, and he said b, and he said b, b. He didn't even get the option. He, didn't get the choice. <laughs> he just selected b." <laughs> That's like, messed up. <laughs> that, that's got to be the most worrisome family ever. <laughs> that's messed. Hey man, like I I found out in these, these short many days how many people really don't like their kids. They like, can they go outside? I'm Say like, man. man, listen, and I, I'm guilty. I I love my kids to death. Don't get me wrong. I love them to death, but you know they know no bounds and no limits. You know they they want to test it all the time. <laughs> I got three boys, so. You know how that go. It's WWE all day, right? Yeah. And they always True. always trying to push the limit, test the limit, test the limit, test the limit. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm glad you you're you're taking this this quarantine and chill time in strides, and we doing the same thing on this side. Uh, I'm getting a lot of stuff done as far as the pod goes, for us content creation. We got some some good things on the horizon, thanks to Mr. Corona. I got a chance to get to <laughs> get, get some check check boxes checked on that to do list, but um, we got a good get. We got a guest today, Smash. So I figure that you know she's quarantined as well, so she can't hide from me anymore. She's she's she can't say she's busy, but <laughs> I have Miss Sasha Simmons from the Seven Thirty One Podcast, as, as well as she's a motivational speaker and empowerment activist. Who is committed to teaching people how to create their lives? Sasha's one of her mantras is that anyone can achieve anything as long as they put their mind to it and how bad they want it. Let me get that correct. How bad they want yeah. it. Uh, she's a she's a founder of a, uh, Speak Life LLC, a member of Toastmasters International. She's also an AKA, AKA. So all our listeners, that's your song right there. Um, she's also president <laughs> of the Greater Phoenix urban youth i mean urban league young professionals so and mm-hmm. not only that she also also is an author 20 major keys to establish your own greatness everybody give sasha a round of applause hey. <laughs> what's up sasha how you doing what's up thank you guys for having me i'm great how are you guys holding up well um we doing 
<laughs> what are you doing? You know, I found that going on daily walks have been helping me during this quarantine time. And it's I, great. I don't even want to go outside. The first I go is my porch or my backyard. Oh, my God. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> at least where I am. It's gorgeous out here. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say where you at, it is. It probably is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice and sunny in Phoenix. And the birds are out chirping. And you can see the flowers. So it's nice. It's very nice. Not to rub it in for those of you who are in cold places. Hey, yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I mean, Houston, we get all seasons. We get the rain, the cold sunny and so we, we get it all in, and that's that's just in one that's just in 12 hours wow <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's crazy so, so Sasha give us some some background on who are you yeah so as you said Sasha Simmons 731 podcast host um and I started 731 because I went on this very intense healing journey when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona um, five years ago. And I didn't even know that anything was wrong because I had done everything in my life that I felt I had been told to do. Like I went to school, I got a degree, I had great friends and I traveled the world and I had a good job, like all these great things. But something was missing like in my soul. And mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was wrong. I couldn't put my finger on it. It was just like, I just wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy, like something was missing. And then I realized that um, I was holding on to things that I couldn't even necessarily remember immediately like things for, that happened to me in my childhood and um, abuse that I had gone through and just all sorts of things and then I realized that I needed to heal um, and I went on this healing journey that had a lot that had everything to do with me and self-reflecting on me mm -hmm. and forgiving people in my life and all these things and it was really hard to go through those 731 days which is where the name of the podcast come from so it was 731 days um, it was a lot of tears it was some anger it was back and forth it was some missteps it was things I thought I was done with and over and then I went back so like faux healing is what I call it um, just a whole bunch of stuff and then I realized that if you don't have a solid emotional being, you can't build your life in the way that you want it to build. So like we wonder why we have issues in all of these aspects of our life, but we're not whole within ourselves. And so um, the purpose of the podcast is to teach and to encourage people to really work on you and to be whole um, and just, just understand who you are and how you can navigate your life, um, regardless of what's going on in the world or what's going on around you, how you can still be centered and have your peace protect your peace and be your whole and best self all the time or most of the time at least <laughs> yeah i mean when i first started into this podcast thing and we talked about it off wax a little bit i was searching doing my homework and i came across your pod and i started listening and i'm like i, I you know i don't know if it's catered to me as a black male but it, it just resonated, you know. And so when I first introduced myself, I said, man, you Sasha Fierce, because you had me pumped up like, yeah, I got to get life together. This is <laughs> I'm not doing something right here. So I'm saying I'm definitely I'm definitely one of your troopers. Believe that. So thank you. I say, you know what? One of so I have a, a few episodes that are like my my highest listened to episodes. And uh -huh. I have an episode called Men Need Healing, too. It is like my second most listened to episode of all yes, of them. And I believe and, it. Yeah, it really yeah. caught me off guard because um, I just, you know, but mo most of my audience, it, it is women. But men do need healing. And I think a lot of times men aren't allowed the space to heal. Um, they, they always have to seem so stoic and so strong and I have it all together and I can't cry and this doesn't hurt me. And so to be able to understand that 
I'm a male and I need healing and it doesn't take anything away from my manliness, my masculinity, you know, it doesn't affect that at all. Um, and there's this room for me to grow in and I'm allowed to go through this journey. I think men actually appreciate that. So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, but it takes, you know, traditionally um, black women have always been that support system for black males because you know the, num the, the numbers say that you know it's yeah. not nothing i'm just pulling out a hat <laughs> you know right, so right. and we've always been conditioned to be told that you know what happened in this house stay in this house you better not go out here and, and suck it up you know and and right. be, be that stoic man and, and, right. and get to get back to business but now the way things are changing the way we are exposed to more information as quickly as we're exposed to it i think we're especially me i'm more willing to let that that veil down a little bit and try to self-reflect and and understand what i need to to be a better me a father you know and a friend and just a person Word. all the way around in general you know that's beautiful that's beautiful because like you know uh, without that um we women are on the front line all the time and that's exhaustive to always have to be on the front line so when you have these men who can um understand that healing is okay and it's okay for me to to be emotional and to experience this then you have really better relationships mm -hmm. with everyone in your life whether it's a romantic relationship or a partnership or your children whatever the case may be you just it's better because you're allowed to have that human element in there and to feel right because you can't your words not gonna hurt me i know who i am <laughs> <laughs> he said he a boss <laughs> i mean sometimes though you 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 need that help like you got to go talk to somebody just yeah. i mean you may know the answer but sometimes you just need to hear from somebody else and mm -hmm. just you know getting that mental help or whatever you want to call it it helps you out because right. i've had to do it myself so and I thought I was the manliest of men. So having to break down, it, it takes a lot for people, I think, that came up in the era that we came up in as men. Because, like, they, like, it's almost like a storybook how men are supposed to be. But over time, man, you just, you know what I'm saying, in order to raise your family or be a supportive husband, you got to find that vulnerability in yourself. Right. Yep. Kudos to you both for knowing that, though. That's huge. Yeah, it, it took it took me a little bit more than seven hundred thirty one days to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so so kudos for you. Seven hundred thirty one months. <laughs> right. <laughs> so kudos for you for only taking days. <laughs> I need that blueprint, <laughs> and that's why you are where you are right now. You, you oh, got goodness. it down pat. <laughs> so. So through these quarantine times, I know we first talked, you said I deleted my Instagram. Yeah, man, I had to. Why? You know, I just feel like no matter what you're doing in life, you have to do what's necessary for you to protect your peace. And mm -hmm. my mother and I were talking this morning about how everyone have different thresholds of what they can handle. And if you ever get to a point where things are just, you're becoming so inundated with information that's making your spirit, your soul feel negative in any way, you need uh -huh. to eliminate whatever that thing is. And for me, like every time I hopped on IG, and let me just tell y'all, I'm obsessed with the shade room. <laughs> So, the shade room. No, now, now you okay? Now I understand. Now I understand. I now. Out. <laughs> the okay. shade room, yo. The shade room had me going. I was like, you know what? I can't fool with these people on. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool, but it was just all too much. And like everywhere mm. I turned, it was negative information about coronavirus, and it was just starting to disturb my spirit a little bit. 
And um, I can manage not being on Facebook as much more than Instagram, but Instagram, I was just like addicted to. And so I deleted the app from my phone. I mean, it's been probably like a week or so and I just yeah. haven't been on it. Um, and I mean, I missed like the live from DJ Nice and like all these different <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, you missed it. I did miss it. You um, missed it. But, you know... My, the protection of my peace is more important than anything and I'll be back on at some point mm-hmm. probably probably soon but I just have to make sure I'm able to handle it in doses that I can that are digestible for me and that doesn't get me all disturbed or I'm feeling uncomfortable right I get that well yeah. and I had and I've had the opposite feeling like I've I was I've, I've never was drawn to social media like that until now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm digging to see like the D nice come out and entertaining the world. I'm I'm digging all these celebrities and and everybody's just reaching out that they can't you can't socially touch each other. But but because of Instagram, because of Facebook Live and all these different avenues, that you can actually see people now. You know, yeah. I, I haven't seen yeah. so many people hit live like they did. Then the other reason why, and let me give a good laugh, ha ha ha, that <laughs> as a human race. We're all being attacked by one entity, right? So now they understand. Now you can feel how I feel every day as a black man, you know. So we all in this together. Corona has, mm-hmm. has that's the enemy, and we all versus human race, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of put aside the black white thing, and everybody else is on the same accord of try to be safe. But you know, I, and I get it. You have the 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 three sectors of of this madness the ones that's the world's coming to an end and, and then there's me somewhere in the middle that's mm-hmm. just being you know precautious and then you got the right. ones that ah it ain't gonna never hurt me it's not right. gonna bother me you know so but it, it's it's been good to 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 have the time to to pick up and um get that procrastination list out the wife had that to-do list and she handed that to me immediately you got the time now brother <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been good times for me right now i, I can say this is, yeah and it's 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 long too sasha it's long. <laughs> i don't feel sorry for you at all <laughs> listen i was trying to install a shower head in my house and i'm like this is why i need a husband because i can't take the current shower head off and get the new one on i'm like oh my goodness this is stressing me out so i just left it and i'm gonna go back later so you bubble batting it right now <laughs> man I'm, it's a struggle <laughs> so, so but yeah this is but but social media and i like i said i'm not big on social media like that i do it because it's the nature of the beast yeah. but it's not nothing that i'm overly consumed with um mm-hmm. to the point where it's it has to be done you know you know how you have an iphone and you know how it gives you your weekly Yes. Your, your weekly stats on mm-hmm. how much you using me. Right. <laughs> so uh I try to try to keep that and I try to do better. I try to take, you know, if it says I've been on there for, I don't know, three hours in a week and collectively for the week, I want to cut that down to, you know, take an hour off or something like that. Sure. Sure. You know? I look at it like you just you you stuck with the theme of the coronavirus, Sasha. You did a little social media distancing. Right. Mm, <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> I'll be back once I get under control. <laughs> now I understand. Sometimes you got to purge from that stuff because it you just see so much negative stuff and it just got to get away from it. I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm hooked. Yeah. I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I wake up in the morning. I got. I, I, I hit I hit play immediately because there's so many. I mean they've they've turned into, and it's it's funny how people 
when you when you're put into a situation and how they're able to turn lemons into lemonade because now yeah. these comedians and these these rappers and these authors and these entertainers they can't reach their audiences by touring right. so now they they put <laughs> these suckers have put cash app and pinned to the bottom of their live and they holding comedy shows they holding holding concerts like d nice um he's d nice is being d nice he's just doing it for the love of the other people in the music but it's good to see that you know they're the initiative to to want to continue on is not being squandered by this time that this downtime i should say yeah and you know that's kind of why i always say anyone can achieve or accomplish anything it's a matter of how bad you want it because right. when you're put in a tight situation and you have to figure it out typically humans we're really um um we can figure it out we can just figure out how to maneuver how to pivot how to adjust and come up with other solutions so that we can continue to thrive and to live right um, so so yeah. what was your breaking what was what was that aha moment for you I mean, I know you said you took the 731 days, but at what point in that 731 days you realize, okay, I'm on to something. This is, I know my point moment of clarity where I, I know the strides that I need to take to to redeem myself or to change the things that, I, that are irking me. I don't know if there's a clear moment where I realized, okay, this, this, is, this is that moment. Um, but what I will tell you is that for my 30th birthday, I did a 10 day meditation camp out in California. Uh, it, it was a silence retreat and I drove out there as far as away and um, gave them my car keys, gave them my cell phone. And Ooh. every day you woke, you wake up at like 4.30 to a gong in the morning. Um, you're on a vegetarian diet and you're meditating all day for like 10 hours um not straight you have breaks in between um in 10 days of silence let me just tell you it's really really difficult i didn't think it would be as difficult as it was um but during those 10 days on day three i was about to leave i was like this is dumb i'm like i'm over this and yeah i'm straight <laughs> and um when we went for like our final meditation that evening the guy was like day three is typically the, the most difficult day and you probably feel like leaving um don't give up like that's that's something that you expect and so during those 10 days like i went to, i had memories from being four or five years old and things that i didn't even know that i was still holding on that was hurting me so deeply that i had to address and um i think that that event like going through those 10 days was really if i could draw a line in the sand it would be that um that event in my life and it ended the morning of my 30th birthday and so it was just just great it was like the heavens aligned it so that i could have that experience but i i always encourage people to to check it out if you can it's called vipassana um v-i-p-a-s-s-a-n-a -S -S -A -A, vipassana and um it's life-changing there's one they're, they're they're all over the united states there are different locations um and yeah, it's it's a it's a great thing. I saw that. I think it was Issa Rae, um, maybe that said no, no, not Issa Rae, Lupita, that said she did it. One of those two that said they did it um, recently, and it really is life altering. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it through it. I ain't even gonna nah, lie. I've been screaming, running to my car. Where are my car keys and my phone? Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> they got so it's, it's just complete silence. Complete silence. No talking. No music. No reading. No writing. Just straight meditation. 
Uh, but the thing is when you do that and it's all about you like reflecting on you like all the stuff that may have happened to you in your life and you may say so and so did me wrong and while that may be true it's more about but how are you going to respond to that and are you going to allow that person to disturb your soul to get into your being and then cause you to act out in a way that is unfavorable so how are you going to still stay in control over your being because that's really all you can control Right. So so that huh. I, I would guess that would put you in a place to where you start remembering things that you forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, people that hurt you in the past, people that made you happy. I, I can see it, but I don't think that's my path of awareness. But <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I dig Diff- it. Yeah, know? different things for different people. And that's the other thing about the healing journey. It doesn't look the same for any right. you know, any two people. Right. And that's the beauty of it. And that's okay. You know, and it's not linear either. It, it's right. all over the place. Um, and so it's okay to know that. And that's why when I talk to people sometimes and they're just like, I don't know how you did it and I'm struggling. And I'm like, I struggled too. It wasn't a clap my hands twice and I'm this you know, amazing person. I still have my struggles daily. And so I keep telling folks that this is a, it's a, it's a lifelong journey, you know, and, and healing is a full-time sport is what I always tell people. So don't feel like, okay, I'm at the finish line. My life is going to, I'm never going to have any issues again ever in life because that's not what it's about. It's about being able to, um, to deal and to manage and to, to cope and to, to still keep your sanity while you're going through the challenges that are associated with life. Yeah, and and that's and that's what I we we do a Monday motivation um, on Mondays, uh, duh. Um, <laughs> but this one was don't feel embarrassed to don't feel embarrassed that you fail. Just get up and keep trying again. Yes. Um. And and that and that kind of put me in the and I'm sitting here with you talking. I'm trying to picture myself and picture you sitting at that fork in the road and trying to find that moment of clarity where this didn't work. Let me double back, go this down this road. Let me double back, go down this road until it, until you find that path that actually works for you because something's going to click for you. That's going to give you that moment of clarity and, and take you into that, that space that you need to be in to journey on, to continue those life goals that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for me, like I, I took like um, a resiliency course is what we what I had to take. And in that course, it made me start. I had to start thinking of the positive things, because the thing that you go through in that first five days, every day that you come to class, they tell you to write down three things in the past 24 hours that were good, that happened, positive, that happened. Mm-hmm. And do you know every day, every day got easier, but at the first couple of days, it was hard for everybody to think of wow. three positive things in the last 24 hours that happened. So I, it just made my mindset click. And like, even now, like it changed me so much that like, I don't even like arguing anymore. Like I don't like people talk about sports. I don't really like talking about sports because you can never win. Cause people are going to believe what they want to believe. You're going to believe what no, you want to believe. No, and you're no, just never going to win. No, 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 no. That's because the fail cons suck. The Florida, the Florida State Seminoles suck. They don't don't even try to bring sports nah, to this. You just on, a, you just on a bad team, brother. <laughs> this is where now I'm about to go to my. That business. is hilarious. <laughs> don't don't bring, don't bring I'm about to go to that right now. Day one, right here, starts right now. <laughs> don't bring so sports funny. into this, brother. The Seminoles do suck. Just, <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs> Don't tell me you're a gator. I 
am a gator. Oh, <laughs> oh. <Tyler and> always. <laughs> I think my computer just shut hey, down. Hey, man. <laughs> Interview <stopped> is done. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, you got to go meditate on that one. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know. I see like a... Uh, County jail prison um, football team. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Cut it out. <laughs> you need to go take them and take them on the meditation. Right. <laughs> That's why they uniform on. She should have said no Florida Gator fan. Now that that's something we equally hate on together. We we, we there on now. <laughs> oh, y'all both hate the Gators? Oh, can't oh, stand yeah. them. Oh yeah. Can't stand. I'm an you know what? Let's move on to the so. next topic because y'all about to make me get upset. <laughs> See, I and I'm losing track. Of, I'm just trading thought of what we do the next <laughs> the next conversation. Oh, so now that and I and I try to and I know it's it's we talked about this in abundance about this Corona, Corona, Corona. So me and my rabbit hole, I'm always digging and searching and reading and, and trying to find. Um, different things to talk about or different things to discuss, different things to banter about. And one thing that came across to me was UBI, which is, you know, universal basic income. And for the listeners that don't understand what this is, universal basic income is a regular, equal, and non-refundable cash benefit that is received individually by all citizens regardless of their marital or occupational situation. Mm-hmm. So to build on that further, I was like, okay, so how if that was in place, how would that how how much could that have benefited people that are about to? Because you know that it's always big business, it will always get bailed out. You know, during the, the home crisis situation, um, government bailed out banks. During the auto 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 crisis, Obama bailed out the auto business. But throughout this crisis. Who the people that were hurt by all these situations were the homeowners, were, were the working man. So, do this situation, we know this type of situation is going to cause the same cause and effect that's going to hurt the every common working man. So, okay. I, my question is, where would you stand if, if like, cause he's, he's hinted at it, they've hinted at it, and we don't like to do politics that much, we're really at all, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> because we're there in this in this moment of time that it's 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 a governmental issue that we have to look at it we can't we can't not look at it plus there's nothing else to talk about but right. <laughs> so right. where would you where would you feel should this be a, in place yeah um and typically i don't like to talk about politics but i understand right. its place in the world and and the fact that you can't avoid it um so Andrew Yang actually ran on on that and that was one of the reasons I supported him because of that. Mm-hmm. So the the god in me gets that and I think it's I think it's a good thing to give $1000 to every American um for however long. Um I but but maybe having it limited because I also know that if you give the same thing to everyone then the value of that thing decreases, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just like right. kind of basic economics. So I'm also kind of like, I'm not sure how I feel about that because I do know that if everyone, if like if everyone has, um, you know, a master's degree, then the master's degree doesn't have the same 
type of value that it, it once had. Exactly. So, that, you know, that's where it's kind of like, Ugh, but maybe for a limited time while we're going through this crisis or to help people get out of this crisis, you do give that to Americans and say, OK, this is some type of relief for the coronavirus for X amount for six months or for however long until we're past it and we're able to, you know, move forward as a nation. I would 100% support that. But to have it in place, like always, all the time, mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't think that the, the logical side of me would be for that. Um, you know, the the nice Sasha, the God who wants everybody to live and blossom and be great. You know, yay, give everyone the same thing. <laughs> However, in reality, it's just not realistic. Like, let's just be real. It's just not a realistic thing. Right. And um, and also, I'm just careful not to hand people things just because you're right. breathing, because then you don't you don't value it the same as a person. Right. Yep. We know that we've been taught that since childhood, which you work hard for, you appreciate it more. And so I don't think that we should just give people things just because. But during times of hardship, which is, is clearly something we are on the brink of or are, are already in. Absolutely. I would support that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree I agree with you I mean you pretty much said everything I was gonna say because I was talking I was thinking about Andrew Yang too but I'm, I'm on the fence with it because I, I see it helping like during this time like when you have during this corona when you have uh workers like the restaurant workers and the bartenders and all that who are you know their business is being service stifled. industry they, yeah. yeah they're gonna need it you know during this right, time to, right. to get through but then like you're saying if people aren't working you know don't have anything to work for and they just receiving this handout i could see like people getting lazy and i know that's bad kind of bad to say but it just people are going to start expecting things and they're not going to want to work for things anymore so that's that's where i kind of lean i mean they kind of do this me being in the military i know this because everybody tells me but uh they do this in alaska because i got people that were stationed in alaska and they have since moved from Alaska but they go back you got to go back to Alaska and be there for like 30 days and you are able to get like it's like two thousand or one thousand dollars per family member in your household I think it's up to six six uh uh dependents or whatever so uh they do this already in Alaska I think it came from some oil that they got in Alaska instead of giving it Mm -hmm. to the government they uh decided to give it to the Alaskans so you just got to change your um your you got to change your residence to a lot to be Alaskan. So people do this. They doing it over there. It works for them. But I, I just don't see it working constantly. You know, Yeah, I think we're so we're so in tune and we're so conditioned to to always give that one percenter that leg up. And it's never. You know, when you go through economics class, they pull out that pyramid, right? And they show you where the one percenter, they're at the top of the pyramid and everybody else, you know, the social, the social economic class falls further and further, further down to the bottom of that pyramid. And poverty is, that, is the the most populated position. Right. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard for me to not want to see the common man get a leg up. Um, what you do with that six hundred dollars or that thousand dollars? It's not my business. I mean, you you'll you'll self destruct at some point, you know, where it's not going to matter. And and I get the fact that you you don't want it to be devalued. You want it to be, you know, you rather climb up that hill than a helicopter drop you on the top of it because then you appreciate it more. I get that, but for times like this, we know how we know how this situation is going to play out. We know that. When the McDonald's, the, the 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 corporate giants, they're gonna get an out. Their business, you know, he's he's speak, yeah. he's speaking of 
I want the the economy is crashing. I want the I want the, the economy, the U.S. economy, to be back on track by by Easter. Like, come on, dude, you you can't. We can't put a time frame on your work, your common working man, because at the end of the day, it without big business wouldn't wouldn't be any business without your workers. There there are chiefs and there are Indians, and there's more Indians yeah. than our chiefs. You know, so I I, I feel. My stance is everybody deserve it, right? But I think that the common working man that files that W two, they deserve it more. Now, the, now, Lil Ray Ray and and Bon Keisha <laughs> and you know and, and those, you didn't earn anything, so therefore your 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 subsidy doesn't last as long as the person that actually works. You know. So, so are you saying that you think it should be given to individuals who receive a W two? Yes. I do, and I, so I think what about- I, I think those that who are or who have paid into their retirements, I think they deserve it. Um, I think okay. children deserve it. I think the elderly themselves deserve it, and work, okay. hardworking individuals deserve it. Now, if you hadn't filed a W two or ten ninety nine or or presented some type of tax form <laughs> to the United States mm-hmm. government, I don't think you do. I think you need a help in hand. Yes, I do. I, I want to get you a help in hand. But your mm-hmm. your subsidy won't last as long as the person that actually works because what's going to happen is huh. that that working person's paycheck their life is built around that paycheck and right. and if that if that particular economy or sector of industry that you're in is no longer needed until it until the economy rejuvenates itself then that person's going to get laid off and so that person deserves it's not welfare I mean it's not welfare it's not unemployment it's just what they deserve now when you 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 quit your job and and then your status changes i just think it's just we've paid too much into the into into our government for them for for us not to be able to 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 earn from it to you mm-hmm. know so for 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 them to sit here and, and you tell me that the baby boomers have sucked up social security then you know, so we're we, as as our generation, we're trying to you know we got four one k, we got Roth IRAs, we trying to diversify as much as we possibly can so mm-hmm, that we can have right. something left at the end of this race. So, but it wouldn't be so hard on a on on a common working man if there was that crutch. A cripple crab does need a crutch to he heal. You know, and I, I just think they deserve it. I think we deserve it. You know, so a couple things. One. I feel like you need to run for president, and I'm mad that you wasn't on my primary ballot because I would have bubbled your name in. Damn. Okay. So let me just let me just establish that because hey, I really smash. like go deep for president. BTG. Nah. I, I think I'm taking that run, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you only got one vote so far. All the stars is one. All it takes one. Shasha, Listen, grassroots effort. That's gonna, gonna be my campaign manager, brother. <laughs> Stop hating. Go, go ahead, Joe Sasha. Go ahead. <laughs> we gonna get it started. Um, but I really like your perspective, and I like how you explain that. And I I do, I totally agree with you um, because you have those Americans who are working and they, you know, they, fortunately, a a lot of the people I know, they have jobs where they can work from home and they can still continue to receive that income. Mm -hmm. But if you are in a situation where you're not able to do that, of course, you know, we know that you're going to struggle. However, as you said, 
if that person can provide some type of tax forms or if they're they're receiving disability or something mm-hmm. of that nature, um, we do want to be able to provide them with this, you know, this subsidy to, to help them during this time. And I think that's really, really a great idea. I'm not really for. OK, I understand that these corporations are going to need bailouts, but eh, I'm not really for it. I'm not. And I also think that if you make over a certain amount that you don't need to receive it either. Like if you have if you're a billionaire or a millionaire, I don't necessarily feel like you need this during this time. Like, I think you're fine. Um, I think that it is literally your average, your middle class Americans and your um, your lower income Americans who are going to need this help during yeah. this time. And I would support it again. Not something that's indefinite. But I think a time frame and I think putting a time frame on it will also make people um, more cautious as to how they can spend it or how they're going about spending it. And then also, let's just say they decide, okay, we're going to do it for a six month period. Maybe there's an opportunity to like apply for an extension or something if you need an additional time a little bit longer for, you know, for whatever reason. But yeah, I I'm with it. But but you because, you know, the responsible adult is going to always be responsible. You know, if, if you got mm-hmm. those you, those crackhead tendencies, you're gonna do the crackhead those crackhead things. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't think nobody would do wrong with it. I think somebody like just like now when we sit down, you sit down and and you're quarantined and your your mind is running. My mind is running in positive situations. I'm not thinking about robbing the banks. I'm not thinking about murdering anybody. I'm thinking of positive things that I can do with my time. You know, and and trying to uh, better myself with make good use of this time where somebody else may be thinking on the other side and that's where I come with it because at the end of the day you can't control what somebody's going to do but everybody does deserve a helping hand I know everybody's hell bent on America's built on pulling up the bootstraps and and earning your own but at some point in time we all need a helping hand in something whether it be Mm -hmm. mentally physically spiritually you know economically socially we need a helping hand we need some guidance and and, in this time you know Big business is going to get bailed out. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, smash. You're shaking your head. Nah, nah. Un- unfortunately, I do agree with you. you oh, know, he- I hate <laughs> Sasha, you heard that? He said, yeah, I, hate that. <laughs> "I hate to agree with you." <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, I, I don't like y'all say. I don't agree with the big business bailout because um, I just look at that. I, I look at that as like a loss. If I get into a business, I know. I know that I could take a loss at some point in that business. So I got to expect to bail myself out. I'm not expecting anybody to help me. So I never agree with that. But when um, the working man, like you were saying, if they lose their job, they might need that assistance to get back Mm -hmm. on. It's not that they don't want to work. It's just that they lost their job. They fell on bad times for a moment. So give them that little push that they need to get back in the game. So. I'm with you on this. I, w- I still won't vote for you for president, but I'm with you. <laughs> hey, brother. I'm going to win you over yet. I'm win you over yet. I'm, I'm, I'm the next president, brother. <laughs> so, so Shasha, let's get off this real conversation. Let's get to let's get to the culture. What kind of music you like? I love R&B. That's like my favorite genre of music. Um, I've been really listening heavy to that Janae Aiko CD uh-huh. um, album that she dropped. Right. Oh my God, it's some great songs in there. My friend was like, all her music sound the same, but like her music just talks to my soul, man. Right. I get it. Like I feel what she's singing when she's saying it. So she, I love she her. A new one? Yeah. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, I'm slipping. Where you been, brother? 
I don't know. Yeah. That's my girl, though. I, I like her, too, though. She ain't your girl if you don't know. She's, right. She, this, I didn't know she, 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 I didn't know she dropped that. See, my girl she, don't even know she dropped the album. <laughs> hey, I'm the out door. here dealing with Corona. <laughs> ring the doorbell. That's I, look, Sasha, ring the doorbell. That's, that's your day. Don't answer the door. But, but that's your homegirl. Right? <laughs> she don't wear a bonnet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she wear bonnets. <laughs> I'm sure. So you so R and B. So where where do you stand? Because you know where I, with me, if you listen to the pod for all of this, they know where I stand with this R and B kick. I'm a seventies, eighties, early nineties type of R and B dude. Where do you mm-hmm. stand? Okay, so I grew up in a cult-like religion, um, and we didn't talk about that. That's fine. If you listen to my podcast, you'll hear all about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know music from, like, the 80s or the 90s, for the most part. I'm still learning a lot of that music. But I love 60s music. I love Motown era. Like, if I could do life again, come back, you know, I would live in the middle of Motown and, like, that era I just love it I mean even with all the challenges and hardship that our people went through during that time I just love it now that's good music that's good music. Mm-hmm. so yeah so that's your music we know that you're you're a Gator fan Mm-hmm. Ooh, it, Don't do that. Insert the boo right there. <laughs> Mute his mic. Mute his mic. We're going to cue that in. <laughs> so, so what, you're from Florida, originally from Florida. What are some of the, yes. some of the cultural things in Florida that you miss that you, you don't get now that you're oh, in my God. Arizona? Oh, oh <laughs> it's funny because I was just talking to a friend who also grew up in Florida. Sadly, she went to Florida State, but we won't talk about oh. it. <laughs> Cue the booze. That's my best friend. <laughs> but we were both talking about how we miss boiled peanuts. Have you guys ever had boiled peanuts? Yeah, that's a Georgia He's staple. He's from Atlanta, so I know he is. Yeah, that's a Georgia staple. You get them on the side of the road. Yes, on the side of the road. They don't have that out here. Like, every yeah. time I go home, I get boiled peanuts. I miss boiled peanuts so much. I love it. And then grass, because there's just not a lot of grass out here in Arizona. <laughs> the simple thing. The simple thing. Right? Some grass. And water. Like, <laughs> every time I see talk, talk to someone who's from here, like a native, they're like, we have grass. And I'm like, no, it's not the same. It's just not the same. So I miss scapes. green. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I do love it. But I do miss grass and water and boiled peanuts. <laughs> boiled peanuts. That's it. You don't miss yeah. you don't miss the beach? Um, well, I miss water. So I, I miss you know, I do miss the beach. I, I miss miss water as a whole. I miss the the river, you know, because I grew up in Jacksonville. We have the St. John River, which is a huge, huge river. And um yeah, I, I would love to be if if Phoenix had water and grass, I could do without the boiled peanuts, but I probably would never ever leave <laughs> if it had like a big bustling river and like some grass or something. Yeah, that, so. and that's me. I'm a beach bum at heart. I, I, if I don't have, yeah. if I'm not at least in driving distance of water and a beach, I'm kind of. I don't feel well. I don't, you know. But you know what? Here's the thing. It's amazing how you adjust to things when you don't have it. Just like this whole coronavirus situation. When you don't have X, you think you can't live without it. I'm, I'm going to take y'all back just like my, my mama used to do. When you think you can't live without it, but when you're put in a situation where you don't have it, you find a way to just survive and to be really creative uh, with the things that you have. So I'm going to be the guy in the front lawn with the with the smash. 
with a lawn full of sand <laughs> and a kiddie pool <laughs> dating <laughs> like I'm at the beach. <laughs> we will. I, I love the beach. We will adapt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had some some water in my life. Yeah, good. they have some some fake like they have Tempe Beach Park out here. I mean, it's not like you know beaches back lakes. at home. Yeah, it's fake lakes and stuff. But um, I mean, you know, you can go sit down by that the water and look at. I tell you what, shortly after I moved here, they had to drain one of the lakes. Oh. And I was driving, and it's like below us. And I looked. I didn't know that they were doing that, and the water was gone. And I almost like freaked out because I've never seen that in my life like what happened to the water (laughs) this is the man made (laughs) we gotta clean up wait a minute I'm from Jacksonville I'm from Duval County water's everywhere Yeah, but but I do like it out here. I mean, I miss, you know, there's home is home, right? So you always miss home. I mean, my mom's cooking, I miss. And first of all, you can only get Southern food in the South or if I make it myself because Southern restaurants out here, they just need to shut down and stay closed. Um, no shade, but it's just not. It's no just shade, not. but shade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just not. Um, so, yeah, there, there are things I miss, but um, I do like it a lot. That's what's up. Well, Sasha... I'm, I, I appreciate you. I'm glad I can track you down. I'm glad I can get you after 365 days of your 731. How you like that? <laughs> to finally get you on the pod. <laughs> right. When I called, she was she was uh, meditating. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you're like you're you, we in that time where you want to give people their roses. So I'm definitely giving you your roses because you were definitely inspiration for me um, on this podcast journey. And I'm definitely one of your troopers from here on out. Yay. Give me some. So where can the listeners find you? What, what, before we do that, what's on the agenda? What's on your agenda right now? What 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 What's your next your next milestone for you right now. Yes, I'm going to be relaunching 731. So we're going to be bringing it back because the troopers have been asking and begging for it. We were on a little hiatus um, as I was launching a, a fashion line because I also sell, you know, I'm from the South and right. you do everything when you're in the South. And so I got invited to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're going to be bringing that back because the, the troopers definitely need it. So be on, the, be on the lookout for that. And we're on all social media platforms. Um, and 731.co is the website. Um, and I'm just going to con- continue working. I'm going to be um, releasing some some writing soon. So make sure you keep your eyes open for that. Hopefully you're, you can get connected with me on um, IG at mm. the Sasha Simmons, T H. S-A-S-H-A-S-I-M-M-O-N-S and um, I enjoy writing so I, I'm going to be releasing some stuff soon so just keep your your eyes and ears open for that awesome okay. awesome so smash my brother any closing words yeah I like the uh, Sasha thank you for coming on man like um, you know we said it off wax but it's like um, it's it's, it's doesn't happen too often when we get a guest on and it just it just come right in and they just flow like they've been here and we known each other for mm-hmm. for ages so that's the southern in us you fit right <laughs> in you know um thank you i mean i if i had i can't find a fault in you besides the gators but other than that <laughs> i mean you you a-okay you know what i'm saying and, and, and if that's the only fault you got then you all right with me <laughs> you're definitely invited to the cookout no doubt <laughs> 
all the listeners, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, social media, all the all the platform. Make sure you like, you share, uh, share and share. Jo- also, make sure that you join the, the Facebook group. There's always some stimulating conversation going in there. Uh, right now, everybody's stressed out about about Corona, but. Um, I hope this episode and the the words of Sasha can ease that pain a little bit that, you know, there's more to life than just that meets the eye. So with that being said, much love and we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove.